This episode of Finding Demo Surfishing is being brought to you by the Kids Can Fish Foundation. Kids Can Fish Foundation is an awesome organization out of Georgia that is doing great things for kids and helping them out with these camps. They are getting them out there to learn how to fish, teaching them tips and tricks, a lot of the same stuff we're doing here on the podcast. One of their biggest things they always say, more tackle boxes, less Xboxes. Head on over to thekidscanfish.net and help them out to get a kid out there fishing and learn. Ah, yes. Welcome back. New week. Hope you are still rocking it out, doing good things wherever you are. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode here. We started with Slot City Fishing, and we're just getting right back in. we got a lot of cool stuff to continue to keep talking about, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it, especially if you are looking to get into the YouTube game or into other areas of fishing. we still got a lot more to talk about, so I'm not going to keep him waiting. You've already had that intro. If you haven't heard it, you got to go back to next week, last week. You got to get caught up, man. Don't miss out on the good stuff. So without further ado, hey, Jazzy, welcome back on the show, man. I'm excited. We had a lot of fun last week, and this week's only going to get better, man. I'm just, I'm still pumped. Dude, it's great, man. Um, thanks again for your time. You're you're making me blush, dude. I'm I'm not worthy of all the all the praise that you're you're giving me. I'm just I'm just a regular dude, man. Thanks for having me on your on your show, bro. Ah, man, I'm glad you're here, and I know that everybody's been listening. Is like, dude, this is like this is perfect. I'm getting so much, and that's that's the whole goal. We all want you to succeed and just be out there happy, crushing it. You know, that's that's the key of this whole game, and we just got to keep it going. So we yeah. fin- we finished that last week. Uh, we were talking about finishing a tactics when you know the bite isn't on fire. With fishing being such a fun and finicky game, you can do a hundred things right, but that one thing you do wrong is just going to derail the whole day. And it's like, what the hell just happened? So one question I know I didn't put on there before, was there ever anything you did where you're like, oh, you bonehead, why'd you do that? Yeah, actually, yes. I, I can think of one that's funny is a a lot of fishing um, success, I would contribute to prep work, right? Yeah. Like if you're showing up and tying all your rigs and all that stuff and you haven't, you know, spooled your reels or whatever, like there's a French word for this in the culinary industry. I forget what it's called, man. But basically what it means is like having all your stuff prepared to go right at that moment. Um, And fishing is like that. Anyway, the story is I was kayak fishing out of Navarre. It was one of those magic moments, dude, where I don't know, I, I can't even like describe it. And it, it's going to sound like I'm making this up, but I'm not. There legitimately was like, as far as you could see in every direction, there was Spanish mackerel. I'm talking millions, dude, seemingly to me at the time. And I had a, a cigar minnow out trying to catch kings. And then I had some spoons trying to catch Spanish mackerel. And all my lines all went off all at once. And I had oh, no. nothing nothing ready like they snapped all my gear like i don't know if you know this but um i mean you probably do um fishing with terminal tackle like a spanish mackerel will hit that like uh, a, a shiny swivel if you have that in your dropper rig and spanish mackerel around they'll cut your line off oh yeah if they see that hands down yep. they, they do not mess around that's like a razor blade just like here you go thank you yummy yeah but they see that that shininess and they'll and they'll hit it but i was fishing my silver spoons with swivels because you get line twist uh fishing like that anyway 
long story short, they busted all my stuff and I had nothing prepared. Like I didn't have like a tackle box situation. Like at the time I just had like a Walmart bag with like some lures in it, you know? Uh, but that bite turned off just as quickly as it started. And that was just like, Oh my God. Like that was a once in a lifetime moment that I, you know, I'll be lucky if I ever witness anything like that again. And yeah, dude, it was, uh, just lack of preparation. So like big, big takeaway with that is prep your stuff, um, with surf fishing specifically. Uh, I mentioned it in the last episode, it's tying your own rigs, man. Let me give a plug to a dude that may or may not listen to your, your show, but I'm going to share all this across all my social media. Another great thing. I keep on mentioning chip, dude, you owe me money after this, bro. I'm, I'm plugging <laughs> you so hard. I didn't know what a rig board was. At oh the time. yeah. Love that thing. Yeah, man. So he showed me that and I was just like, good God, bro. Like, why are you, I can't believe that you're telling me this. Like you, like, I don't have to buy rigs anymore. Like you, you know, I, I was tying my own rigs at the time, but not like that. Not like sitting down in front of the TV with a beer and tying 60 of them at once. You know what I mean? Yep. And then Mark Burford with surf angler tackle, I think is what it's called. He makes a cool rig bag. Oh yeah. That thing's great. Yep. Here's another bonehead thing I do all the time, man, is my surf fishing cooler has a hatch on the top and I'm lazy, bro. I'll leave that thing in the back of the truck and water will get in it. And I can't tell you how many, probably a disgusting amount, like hundreds of dollars of shit that I've just had like rust out because I was stupid and left my cart in the, in the back, which that goes into preparation. Also, man, take care of your stuff. And, uh, you know, that, that will lend yourself to uh, time is money. And by money, I mean catching fish. And the more time that you are out there with bait in the water or lures in the water, that's, you're not going to catch them if you don't have lines in the water. Right. Yeah. That, and backing up that rig board, when he put that video out, I was like, holy crap, he just gave away that, he just gave away the castle. Yeah, dude, right. But he's right? always said, he's like, well, why, what's the problem with it? What, because I want you to be able to tie your own rigs. How's that a bad thing? I was like, all right. I mean, yeah, you got a great man, point. Uh, expounds on how good of a dude that is because like that costs him money, you know, like legitimately he's sharing. That's a trade secret, dude. I didn't know that that was a thing. I had no idea that was a thing. I was like, what is that? And he was like, watch this. It was in his garage. And I was like, Whoa, bro. Like mind blown. Holy <laughs> cow. You just tied that rig in like 20 seconds, dude. Oh shoot. But there's a guy named Clay Gordon. I don't know if you ever met or run, run no. uh, cross paths with him he's just a good dude that likes to fish but he usually shows up to a lot of events and stuff like that all the jacks bros will know him uh he made me a rig board out of a beautiful piece of just old reclaimed wood it's like a work of art dude but anyway i, I love that thing man I'll, I'll post a picture of it on my uh on my social media for anybody that like, like cares to even see it but it's, it's neat man I love that thing. He makes those heavy duty ones, right? The ones that basically he just puts yep. the saw down. Yeah, I've, I've seen his stuff. I haven't met him, yeah, but I've, I've seen his stuff. He makes yep. some nice gear. I told you. I told you that you would recognize him because it's beautiful. When you see that thing, it's like, whoa, I want that. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times at uh, the last time I was at the Fish Bites tournament. Um, yep. They had them up. He had them up for auction. Uh, you, yep. you know, those pieces, yeah. Really, really artistic and nice piece yeah. of gear. Heavy. That's, super heavy. It's one of those but things nice. like a. Like a like a conversation starter. Like if you have that in your house, you know, like, what is that? Yeah. And you're like, dude, I, I tie rigs with this. Watch this. You're like, whoa, dude. Like yeah. game changer. Yeah. He makes some real nice stuff. So no, that's, I think that's great. You brought it up. Cause he does. He really does. 
So mm-hmm. let's move into this part of the episode that we were really talking about. Now, you've been doing YouTube for a while now, and you've got a great yeah. following, and your channel has had tons of knowledge, whether you're, you know, kayak, boat, beer, uh, beach, all of it. There's so many great yeah. things that you have, and it's such a great place to stop and go okay cool i'm gonna learn how to do this and you can scroll through and find so many things on there so if you guys you know after this head on over to youtube and take a look at it on slot city fishing lots of great knowledge so moving into that let's start at the beginning for youtube what made you want to start a youtube channel so like many of the people that have been on your show dude there's a you can probably already guess what i'm gonna say i actually go ahead like why do you think i started youtube like just it's because of other YouTubers, man. I was going to um, say either that or you wanted to catalog, you know, the history and memories. But like, look, cool. Check both. out the stuff. Yep. Both of those reasons. That's exactly why, man. So 2016, I'm in primary flight school and I'm in Pensacola. And I'm like, this is it, dude. This is where I can fish, like, for real. Like, like I, I live in a, in a dream fishing location again. Uh, and I was an officer at the time, so I had a little bit more spending money. Um, yeah, you did. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I went out and it spent an absurd amount of money uh, on <clears throat> on stuff that I didn't need. But I'm researching. This is 2016-17. So who do you think is taking taking the game right now, YouTuber? It's Bama Beach Bum. Mm-hmm. So uh, him and 30 miles out. I think I mentioned it in the last episode. The defi- a very defining moment for me fishing was when I learned how to tie my own rigs. That was a video from Ty Sutherland, just like – Perdido Blaine said in his episode, that same video, I learned how to tie my own rigs. And uh, at this point, I'm just acquiring knowledge. I'm not thinking that I should start a YouTube channel at this point, but dang, I wish I had of man, because he did it first and he did it first the right way. That's very important also. But yeah, Bama Beach Bum, 30 miles out, yakking with Jack. We actually did a collaboration video with him several years later, fishing uh, Three Mile Bridge for bull reds and kayaks. It's a it's a funny episode. It's cool though. Uh, but yeah, all all those guys, I watched every single episode and I learned how to fish here. Like I knew what I was doing, right? But they took it to the next level. Like I I was catching fish before, you know, it was cool. Um, but then I started actually like honing that knife, like learning new new skills, like things I never thought about. A great example of something that I haven't seen a lot of people do. Maybe I shouldn't say this, dude, because it's going to be giving away a big secret. Okay. I'm going to do it. Screw it. Is uh, people make a big deal out of catching offshore species fish from the shore. The way that you do that is a balloon rig. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the balloon rig. We, we've, I've tried to do it with Mike uh, from Smitty Surf Fishing Charters a couple times, but the wind and that first break has always kicked our tail. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like it, it definitely is like a a secret thing, but it's very difficult to do. And there's a variable in that, that you can't control. And that's the wind. So like you have to know what you're doing and time it properly. But uh, yeah, dude, uh, things like that. I learned from YouTube and then I started catching a lot of fish. Right. And I'm watching all these YouTube videos. And like I mentioned in the other episode, I used to be a musician and like a big part of that is like the entertainment piece. Right. I like to entertain people. And I was like, man, I could do this. And I think I could do it equally as good, if not better, if I try. I'm also very, very stubborn. I'm a person that if I think that I can do something, if I will it, you know, hard enough, eventually it will manifest itself. And that's been true with like every endeavor in my life. Like if you had to ask me that I would be a pilot in my 20s, I would have laughed in your face, dude. Like, but I was like, yeah, man, I, I can do this, dude. And 
it's hilarious. My first episode of our, our yeah, Sloss Video or whatever, my first uh, video that I made, dude, it is terrible. It's hilarious. Uh, and it got a copyright strike because I put a SpongeBob SquarePants song in it. It's, it's hilarious, man. It's funny you say that because when I did the Bama Beach Bum episode, he's, he even mentioned that. He's like, dude, I go back and I look and I'm like, what was I doing? Yeah. But you get better at it, man. The the more the the more that you do it, it's uh, and it, it's constantly evolving too. Like the the way the videos are made now, and I would say the difference between like 2016 and 2023, whatever we're in right now, is people's attention spans and the way that we uh, digest and uh, process entertainment has become so drastically different now like TikTok and YouTube shorts. Oh, People yeah. want the entertainment like as frequently as possible and as easily as possible. Uh, mad props to Yapping with Jack. If he's listening to this, I, I heard on his episode with you that he has TikTok videos that have like millions of views on it. And it's like, dang, dude, that's an innovative, new, creative thing. Like it just takes a lot of effort and time. Now, Salt Squatch actually uh, told me the same thing. He was just like, man, you, the hardest thing nowadays is long form content. Like that's what this podcast is is long form content. You know, they're like people yeah. don't want they're gonna have to no. will themselves into long form content. You you can't yeah. if they're sitting down in the living room scrolling their phone, they're not gonna want to listen to long form content. They're gonna want to see something no. in thirty seconds, thirty seconds under to get a laugh or a smile and then move on to the next. Yeah. So it's really yeah. a, a challenge with long form and short form, and you got to be on your game. You can't go into the oh, TikTok yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm gonna drop this massive video and it's gonna get like two simple hits and you're like hey i got something and that's a classic mistake that a lot of youtubers make i i i, I hate to call it a mistake let's just say a lesson that's a better a better way to put it yeah turn, turn a negative into a positive right i've made videos on how to do things and they're extremely detailed and like like an example is i have two videos where I run through from start to finish every aspect of filming and editing a YouTube video, it is the ultimate cheat code on how to do it. You know how many views it has? Like none, because like people don't want that. You know, they they want short bursts of the thing that they want to see. Yeah. Like they don't want to learn start to finish how to make a video. They want to learn how to edit a transition in Premiere Pro. That's what they want to learn, or how to tie a double dropper rig, and they want it in the shortest most entertaining way possible and that's difficult to do oh extremely and then on top of that yeah. you, pl you play into the game of algorithms like all right cool oh, i did yeah. this and one of the ones i hate and yes everybody we are going into the weeds on this because this is important if you're looking at getting into these games is yeah a lot of your audience is content creators dude like, oh, yeah. and if not content creators it's people who are trying to be influential in the fishing industry and Good all point. of these things are a huge part of that the one thing I found with Facebook, and this actually was brought to me by Justin, um, was anytime I did my weekly post, I'd put normally a hyperlink in the description. Well, Facebook mm -hmm. says, oh, hell no, you're not getting off my, you're not getting out of here. You're out of your mind, son. Oh. I'm not going to push it out because you have a hyperlink yep. that takes you away from Facebook. Um, exactly, dude. Which pissed me off when they dropped Facebook podcast because I'm like, what the hell? I mean, you gave yeah. you gave every podcaster the opportunity to be right here. Same with YouTube. You, know, yeah. you click on these and it's like, well, you can't upload this video. It's too long. It's like, well, you're not helping me. But the same thing Dude. happens with YouTube on these algorithms yeah. is you have to match the algorithm the right way, but you also have to post yes. at a certain frequency. You have to post at a yes. specific time. It's such a mm -hmm. very, you got to thread the needle. Very difficult. We, we could have a very complex, long talk about this, but I, I, I don't want to <laughs> lose any of your, of your, of your viewers. But you know, uh, a lot of this, I, 
it's about entertainment, dude. That's that's the whole deal is entertainment with some type of uh, tangible in-game product. Like people aren't watching YouTube for the same reasons that they watch Netflix, right? right. Like or or like True Detectives is an, an amazing show and all the episodes are an hour and a half long. Like that's not what YouTube is. YouTube is uh, a passive entertainment form where you can acquire a skill or knowledge or, you know, a, uh, a some, something like that. Like, yeah. um, and everybody wants to be an artist, right. And have like the creative freedom to like do what you want. Right. The problem with that though, is if you do that, you're probably not going to be very successful. Unfortunately, unless your videos are just damn good. And some people's are man. And, uh, uh, but for the most of us, it's like you gotta you gotta play the game, and it's not fun. Nobody wants to do it. But if you want to be successful, there's some critical steps, especially in the beginning, that you need to do to get the the plane off the ground, if that makes sense. Yeah. And absolutely. then once, if you're fortunate, if you put in the time and you do it enough, the algorithm will pick you up. There's two ways to get huge on social media. One is having a viral video, and that doesn't happen to everyone it, it has never happened to me ever like i don't have that many uh views total on my channel but i have if you look at the ratio of the number of views to the number of subscribers that i have it's pretty remarkable um so having a viral video is one the other one is you just got to make really good videos and you have to learn about search engine op optimization and algorithms and how all that stuff works and it's boring and tedious but if you want to do anything with this, like you, you got to do that. It's a necessary step. And I pride myself in that. Um, the first time I ever talked to Perdido Blaine, actually, he called me fish bites. Brett recommended that I'd help him with his YouTube channel. And we talked about that for so long. I've had people pay me money out of respect for him. I'm not going to say who, but another successful YouTuber was like, Hey dude, teach me what you're doing, bro. Cause you're doing it right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beast, man. It absolutely is. Um, we're going to continue on this, but this is important time for a bait check. This bait check is being brought to you by DS Custom Tackle. That's right. We'll go ahead and take a look at all that rig stuff that you had done. Make sure your bait's good. Get it back out there. Head on over to DSCustomTackle.com and take a look at all the stuff that they got going on over there in their shop. You need floats? Teasers? Did you get the flea bag? I hope you did. A lot of good stuff in there. Head on over to dscustomtackle.com. Get your order in today. Big piece you'd mentioned there is SEO. Uh, and I know this is going to be more of a YouTube episode, which is fine. You know, I, I understand people if you don't want to hear it, but if you really want to see the magic behind the curtain here, you're definitely in the right place. SEO being yeah. such a key and all these other algorithms, it's just so many things. And the, the hard part, and I said this to a friend of mine who was like, oh, I think I'm going to start doing podcasting. And I was like, okay, cool what is your SEO plan? And they're like, oh, dude, I've yeah. heard things. It's like, you could have a master's degree in SEO. You're still yeah. learning. It's such an evolving piece. And there's so many yep. different facets to this game that you have yeah. to, I don't want to say master, but you have to no. know and, and build and then grow off of, because it's always going to be a set of Legos. You're always going to be adding another block, another step up, another block, another step up. And it's going to create more yeah. time, but it's going to generate something else in the end, that backside. So I agree with everything that you're saying. But you got to put this on a chronological timeline, right? Right, you, right. The, SE, the SEO stuff is critically, I'm talking the absolute most important thing that you can do when your YouTube channel or whatever your website is when it's small, right? But if you do it right 
and this is why the consistency piece is so important, man. Every YouTuber will tell you that the secret is putting out videos that are good. And they don't have to be great, you know? They can't be bad. They just got to be decent, right? And do it consistently because if you play the SEO game and, you know, there's a lot of ways that people get their content out there in the beginning. And a lot of it's annoying. And I'm sure that half of you guys that have heard of me before spammed you probably 5,000 times, right? And I apologize <laughs> for that. It happened. Yeah. Um, eventually, if you do all that stuff right, the algorithm will pick you up. And at that point, you don't have to advertise yourself anymore. The platform is advertising for you. And that that usually happens right about the time where people are like go full time, you know, like they quit. And then that's when they have the ability to start just pumping out content, man. Like a dude that I uh, I listened to his episode with you with Bearded Brad, like he quit his job and went full time. And then that when you start pumping out content like that, the algorithms like copy that this dude is profitable. I'm going to start advertising for him. And then your stuff shows up as suggested content. And that's how viral videos get made. That's the secret. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed ever since I've messed up my knee, I've been having nothing but time of sitting here dealing with social media and all these pieces and the traffic has completely changed. Adding all these pieces all, all matter. So hopefully if you guys are looking at doing any of this part of the game and into anything with fishing or YouTube podcast, whatever it is, yeah. hopefully this yeah. is a class that helps you here. Cause this is a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I would say them like if I'm, if I am, uh, if I'm going to make an inference right here that the, a, a lot of your people audience, yeah, a lot of them are fishermen, but I, lo I bet a, a lot of your audience also is people that either own a business. Yeah. They're trying to network. They uh, have a website, a, a Instagram, whatever, like all the things that we're talking about. It's the same as uh, different flavors of it, but it's the same process. Yep. And I, I, I will be the first one to tell you guys this because uh, I believe it from, Many, many years ago as a wee little Lance Corporal back in the day, if you don't know, you got to ask. And if you're out of your depth, it's okay to ask for help. And I did. Mm -hmm. I, I won't drop her name here because I don't have her permission. But I reached out to somebody and I was like, hey, I need to know how to do this because I'm screwing this up and I know you're a wizard. And she was like, oh, yeah, you need to adjust this, this, and this, and you're golden. And it was those little pieces of just asking for help. And if somebody, in, you know, if they have the time, obviously give them that respect. But that stuff, someone, an outside set of eyes is going to give you a perspective that one of your customers, listeners, or your, you know, your following might not give you because they don't feel happy about giving you bad news. You know, no one likes bad news, so they don't really want to critique you, but it's okay to ask yeah. for it. Like, go ahead. Just, you know, I, I told her, I was like, look, just yeah. tell me, I know the baby's ugly. Just tell me the baby's ugly and let's get past it yep. and move on. Yeah. I think that people in the military are very comfortable with that like every training that you went to was probably a series of you failing over and over and over and over and over again until you got it right it, it's just a series of failures until finally you you fail better and then you get better at it you know what i mean uh being humble and just being a student of life really is like a, a very uh, important thing in this regard because if you try to do it man i think the magic time to do this was around 2016 because there wasn't a lot of people now but or sorry then uh, now it's flooded with people trying to do this thing and people's time is extremely value oh, yeah. valuable and how they spend that time. Like I am truly honored that somebody likes to watch me catch fish. Like that concept is insane that people are willing to spend minutes of their life watching me do that. And I make money doing it. It's, it's crazy. 
but I did it for about four years for free and spent an absurd amount of money to get that going, you know? Right. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to do, man. Yep. But when you hit it, it's like, oh, this is great. And you, you raise a great point there about time. Because, I mean, all of you guys that listen to this podcast, you you know. I, I thank you every episode for this time because whether you listen to me on the beach, in your car, on the at the gym, wherever you are, I mean, your time is your money and I appreciate, we all appreciate anything that you're going to give us to let us share and come into your life, no matter what you're doing. So seriously, y'all are awesome. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, Let's back it up here into your channel a little bit more. What, uh, what has always been the goal of your channel? It changes. And I'm fortunate in the sense that I have a, a decent career. So it's not about the money for me. And that gives me a lot of leverage to like be able to do and say what I want to do and there were times where that got a little shaky. Like when you get your first taste of a sponsor or like somebody's going to give you something for free, it can change things real quick. But uh, anyway, like I said earlier, I started the YouTube channel just for the sake that I knew I could do it and it looked fun. Right. I had no idea that I like that. I would actually accumulate 20,000 subscribers as close to what I have now. Like that was, I had no idea, dude. Right. But then I started doing it. And it was to catalog my fishing trips with my three brothers. That's the whole concept of Slot City Fishing is me, my brother Ethan, and my youngest brother Nick. It was just us going out with GoPros and basically just filming us being goofballs, like fishing and having fun, you know. And, and those early videos, they both didn't have kids at the time, and I lived in Pensacola. That summer of 2016 was one of the best summers of my life, and there's videos of all that, and I, I cherish those memories. Uh, but then once it got a little bit more successful – and once I saw the potential that I could actually, you know, make some money doing this, uh, that changed it. And I do, as, as silly as this sounds, I'm 35 years old, you know, um, I'm a pilot in the Navy. When I retire, I want to be a full-time YouTuber. As crazy as that sounds, that's my, that's my dream is to have my pension and be able to fish for a living. That's what I want to do. I mean, you can't achieve it unless you set goals and that's a goal. That, hell yeah, man. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to retire here in the panhandle, probably in pace, and just fish, dude. Just Well, I'm looking forward to watching you do it because I know I'm going to see you for the next few years, so that's a super win. Yeah, I have short – got to make short-term and long-term goals too, and right. your goal's got to be real, realistic as well, you know? There's smart. Something like uh, – The smart the smart yeah. goals, yeah. Achievable. Or um, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You ever heard that yeah. thing? Yeah, I've heard that one. But that's the key. I mean, a lot of people lose sight of that when it comes to goals is, you you know, you can't just say my goal is to, uh, hell, catch, do the, hun- the catch a Florida memory 100 life list. You know, I'm going right. to do that in this year. And it's like, okay, slow your roll. Yeah. That's a hundred Good luck, brother. Like yeah. start with the, start with the uh, inshore slam first, brother. <laughs> right. You're right. I mean, scale it. And then that's the key of goals is scaling. And they, and then yeah. like we talked about with failure, failure is okay. It's not bad. That's good. But the biggest one is fail forward. Okay. That yep. didn't work. Now I'm going to try this and seek advice. I mean, it's not going to yeah. hurt you. So yeah, the, the, that piece right there is always important when it comes to doing these games, you know, running on that. Yeah. That actually, I would say also, man, like what I hate is I see some people get a little bit of success and it changes their personality oh, and they yeah. get cocky and like, I don't claim to be an expert on any of this, dude. Like this is just the way that I did it and it, and it worked for me and I'll share that. And I don't even have a giant following, man. Like just be real with your audience. And I I think that that's a huge part of my success is I, I just just try to be myself, dude, and just be a, be a good dude, help people. That's it. Could you ask for anything better? 
I mean, let's be honest. That's what this whole thing is about. I mean, all, all the influencers, I hate that word, but all the people in the game that do all this stuff, it's to help. It's not for, it's not for us. It's I'm sharing, you're sharing the knowledge to get people out there to find that same passion that you do and that enjoyment. It's, it's, it's a sharing game. Yeah. I definitely would say though, that like, even if your intent is to not be an influencer, you are. Like Brian Demo, you are an influencer, bro. Like, uh, I hate that word. No, yes. no, no, no. I get hear, you. Hear me out. Hear me out. If you recommend a product, like I am inclined to go look at it, dude. Like you influenced me, and that comes with a lot of power, and it goes to some people's heads, man. And then if you change it to where you're trying to do this for a living, like just please just keep doing it in the honest, good way, and. I, you know, I've seen it a bunch of times where I was like diehard loyal, like this channel is the best. And then it changed. And I'm like, I don't even like this yeah. anymore. I'm going to watch something else. A lot of times you can't change the secret sauce. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. The, I mean, but the, I also have mad respect for the people that do get to do this for a living. And I'm not in any way, shape or form, uh, you know, shaming those people for doing no, what you got to no, do no. to make money and make a living. Like I respect that. Like a hardcore respect that you do your hustle, man, whatever you got to do. And you know, if, if you get to fish for a living, dude, you're a very, very fortunate man or woman. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. Well, this, yeah. this actually works. This next question perfectly works in line with what we just talked about. What has been the biggest lesson learned after running your channel? I would say, the way that I approached making videos. So I don't have the time that other people commit to YouTube. I wish that I did because I, I do believe that if I did have the time that I, and energy that I want to put into this, that I would be drastically more successful, but I can't just quit the Navy right quick. That's not an option. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But the, the formula for how to make a good YouTube video, like, uh, that has been a process that like I've refined and watching, you can really nerd out on this stuff, like the analytics, like how your videos and views and all that stuff, how they perform, like the frequency and volume, at which point you're accumulating all these views. Uh, there's metrics for all that, but tweaking how I make videos and watching like, okay, that worked, that worked real good. Holy cow. This video is going like mini viral. I, I would say that. And then the, the fishing is a huge part of that too, because unlike other YouTube channels, like say if I was reviewing like a, a piece of technology gear or whatever, I can do that at any time. I can do that at home during a hurricane. Like it's not a factor. The, the fishing is the content and you can't just make that right quick. It has to be a skill. Like it, it's difficult, man. So I would say just evolving, like getting better at fishing and then just, you know, trial and error, like figuring out what works for me to make videos. And anybody who follows me or you see me on the beach, dude, I will be 100% glad to share any of that information with you. And I, I hope that other dudes that follow my stuff and have talked to me would recipro reciprocate that, that, uh, you know, I, I don't mind doing that. It's one of the reasons that while I'm out fishing, I actually fly my my flag. I'll fly the America flag and I find the, I fly the finding demo surf fishing and it's on a 15 foot pole. So, I mean, yep, you can, I got the same thing, bro. You, you, yep, exactly. So it's like, Hey, yeah, I'm right here. You please come up, say hi, let's talk. I mean, that's the fun stuff right there. Well, another cool thing about it too, is throughout this whole experience that I've had, I've been doing this for going on like six, seven years now. The, the people who are like me and you and other folks that are listening to this 
podcasts, uh, I would say nine out of 10 of them are very ambitious, visionary type people with goals, you know, and those type of people gravitate towards each other. Right. That's like, like, like chip dude, like me and him, dude, it was like, I had known that guy my whole life. The very first time that I hung out with him and dude, I talked to him like almost on a daily basis now. Same thing with Fish Bites Brett, dude. I hadn't seen him for over a year, and I went to his shop the other day, and it was just like, you know, uh, being back with my good old buddy. But you'll make those connections, and everybody wants everybody to be successful uh, as long as you're, you're kind and you do things like the appropriate way. Well, yeah. So we, we nailed a lot of this stuff here. Uh, let, let's get into the last question about the YouTube world. What's the future plan for your channel? So we talked about goals. I have two big ones for while I'm in Pensacola. Um, and we talked offline about this a little bit. I have roots planted in this area already. Like, I think I have a, a, a lot of skin in the game in this area and I, I have a little bit of a following now. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping to take it to that next level where my videos start uh, getting lots of views. I'm fortunate. I do get lots of views, but I, I'm talking about like a lot. Like I, I'm going to try to grow it big. So my goal is by the end of my tour here, I hope to have over a hundred thousand subscribers and I want to be on the Hobie kayak fishing team. I've been trying to do that for so long and I get so close. If, if y'all are listening, y'all are affiliated with Hobie in any way, dude, like I'm trying, bro. Like hear, hear me out, but I would love to get on their on their team. Uh, the reason that I haven't is because I, i travel so much. Like the brand ambassadors for that company are affiliated with a specific shop. And, uh, up until now, I just haven't been able to do that. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the goal, man. And really dude, the big goal, is the last couple of years of my life for my family has been an unhealthy level stressful yeah. between me being an instructor pilot and deploying and all that stuff. And my wife, she was an emergency room nurse and Jax, you know, I like to think that I have done some cool stuff that I can't talk about on, on here for the record. I'm not speaking on behalf of the Navy at all. This is all my opinions. Yep. Uh, my, my wife, dude, she is a beast. Like she has saved people's lives and also been the, the person to go tell that their loved ones have passed. Like I, I have so much respect for her and I love her, but just to have a good time here in Pensacola, that's my ultimate goal, bro. Hopefully you get that silver yeah. plaque real quick. That's, that'd be, I hope so, dude. I think I'm fired up about it, man. I didn't fish the past like year and a half just because of life. You know what I mean? But I'm here, dude. Brian Curlett just built me this big B surf cart, man. Like I'm inspired to go, out and make videos again i can't wait dude that cart looked great dude i love brian's dude, stuff i really do he's a very nice guy too very nice guy i went there and i had to tell him just like i'm telling you man if i'm talking too much dude just tell me shut up no you're golden uh, brother i'm loving it i mean uh, you, you gotta love that puddle pirate and you know, again if you're military you understand the the end reference there but it's you know yeah. such a great dude his wife is phenomenal the whole family is yeah. great he will happily like or, listen to you talk with you and then if you got an idea he'll happily work with you through it if he's still you know if he's able to build your card or something like that really great dude yeah man the the moment that i saw him he he showed me all his cards like we were talking about i was like dang that's cool man and then we swapped some uh stories so we had a lot of stuff to, to talk about man really really cool dude yeah, absolutely is. Uh, well, we're going to move into the next section here. But before we move into the next section, you got to do something before you move.
It is your second bait check of the episode. This bait check is being brought to you by The Sinker Guy. Head on over to thesinkerguy.com and take a look at everything that Chip's got going on in The Sinker Guy garage. Need to get your hands on some Sputniks? Well, yeah, he's got them. Whatever weight you need from the uh, old lightweight up into some heavies. If you have a customer special, reach out to Chip. He might be able to hook you up. It's always worth the conversation. Or he's got rigs. The Bruno rig. Super rock star rig on the East Coast right now and definitely kicking in through the panhandle. I've seen it quite a bit doing some catching. Not to mention, I talked about it in the other episodes. The Mortician Rig, one of my favorite rigs to utilize. Again, head on over to thesinkerguy.com, take a look at everything. Quick shipping, great customer service. Well, now that we're moving into the final pieces here, this is uh, the the... I don't know if it's the beginning stages or what when it comes to the education piece. I've never really pushed a, a good idea for this title. So we'll get right into it. What knowledge would you give to a brand new angler? Yeah, there's so many directions and avenues that you could go with this. I would just say be observant because there's a lot that goes into this. Don't get me wrong. You can go to Walmart right now and buy a, uh, a Penn Fierce combo, you know, 10 foot and buy some pre-made rigs and stop at your local shop and get some shrimp and you will catch fish. And I like, it's a lot of it's coincidence and luck and timing. And you could have no idea what you're doing. My youngest brother, Nick's first time surf fishing was exactly that. I think he went to half hitch or wherever and bought uh, a, a combo and he caught a lemon of pompano very first time. And he butchered them filleting them, you know, but that's, that's part of the, part of the process. Um, just be observant and be willing to learn and watch. Dude, YouTube has changed the world in that aspect of, you know, you have access to what before the internet was, would be decades of knowledge passed down and you just get it for free. Like, yeah, just, just learn and just have fun, I guess, be respectful, learn the regulations and stuff like that. That's very important always very 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 important um they this company doesn't sponsor the show but i tell anybody that's asking them like make sure you download fi uh, download fish rules that way you yeah. always have like all right cool i know what size it is it helps you with identifying uh if you don't know it's yeah, always good need, to, go ahead go ahead i need to do that bro because like the the regs are different on the east coast than they yeah. are here like i don't i don't know what a keeper pompano is over here anymore i think it's without looking off the top of my head it's 11 to the fork i believe yeah, but that just hammers home your point of like have access to the to the regs, man, because you can get yourself in a in a pickle real quick, and mm -hmm. it's expensive. Speaking of that, with apps too, I mean, there's oh my gosh, there's so many apps. I, my fishing mm -hmm. app folder is ridiculous in my phone. My wife's even says she's like, wow, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I use a lot of these, but all these pieces together, you know, if you're brand new to the game, there, there's a lot of references out there. I've got them on different episodes and on different hyperlinks, but that one being key, that that's good stuff yeah. right there. Um, Another great one, if you don't, if you have no idea what you're doing and you just want to go catch some fish, watch how to do it on YouTube and then download the app Fish Brain and it will show you spots with dudes catching fish, what time of year they caught them. Like it's the cheat code, man. It's good. Fish Brain has become the, I don't want to say quiet underdog, but it has seriously become a really good reference. I mean, you could use fishing points and all this other one, but Fish Brain, Fish Brain turned it up a couple notches in my opinion. You know who's really winning, and this is a weird concept, but I've never really heard anybody talking about. Have you fished tournaments where they have GPS rules where you have to take a picture of where you caught your fish? Have you ever done that before? Uh, we do that with Perdido Blaine's tournament, uh, the spring and fall pompano. You have to take a picture of where you're at in a 360-degree circle. So not saying that he's doing this 
he's he's a great guy. I don't think that he would. But the person who has access to that information, just like legendary, like for instance, uh, inshore fishing is exponentially more difficult than surf fishing to me. That's my opinion. You legit got to know what you're doing. You got to know the tides. You got to know the species, what they do underwater, like when they feed. Like it's it's an art form, right? Fishing those tournaments in on the east coast of Florida, and I'm talking specifically like uh, Jacksonville, uh, that's hard. But those people who have access to that information from those tournaments, that, like, I would pay a lot of money to get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cool thing with Blaine's is the only person that sees the picture is Blaine. No one else gets that. So, and we don't database it. But, yeah, right. with the East Coast. I'm talking about he has that power, though. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying he's doing <laughs> it. Use your, use your powers for good. I, I said it before. <laughs> it's just a crazy concept how uh, the sport has evolved. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. And especially with the social media world, too. And pictures oh, yeah. and geo tagging, uh, geocaching, data tagging. Oh, There's so yeah. many. I mean, that alone is like three episodes of talking when you get into that stuff. Yeah. So, and then Facebook groups and uh-huh. spots. That's, man, people fight over that stuff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty like, ugly. Make, make, make enemies <laughs> from that. And like, <laughs> I've, I've, I've experienced that uh, firsthand, dude. Like, there's a group, I'm not going to say who, but it's in Jax, and, do they despise me. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> you blew up one in spot or something? Yeah, something like that, which is hilarious because right now, if you if a stranger were to ask me what's the best places to go fish in Pensacola, I would be like, dude, just Google it because I'm probably going to tell you the same ones that is going to tell you on the Internet. Yep. Like, it's not a secret, you know, and then it doesn't even really matter, like, there are resident fish that are localized in specific areas, but it's not like they own a house there and they live there. Like they move, you know? Oh, for sure. And it's one of the things like in the Facebook group, I'm one of the admins of Panhandle Surf Fishing. You yeah. just click, click the picture link. And then once you click that, mm-hmm. just start clicking right. And you're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to recognize things or you watch somebody's mm-hmm. video. You look, you know, like, oh, I know that house or that. It's the beach is so big. There's plenty yeah. of room. I mean, it's different than the inshore. You can't, I can't go into this canal and like, you know, Billy's over there in the same canal. You know, we're both fighting for, we're elbowing for room here for that one grass line. You know, it's not like oh, that yeah. for us. So we yeah. got that huge advantage. Everything that I just said about like the fish moving, all that stuff inshore, that's a different story. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. there's spots for sure. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's honey hole. Well, mm-hmm. um, before I ask you this last question, we're going to go ahead and do one more bait check here. But this last question is always the one that I love asking. So I hope you guys are ready because it's about to come. It is your third and final bait check of the episode. This bait check is being brought to you by Ninja Tackle. Head on over to ninjatackleva.com and take a look at all the great equipment that Matt has going on there. Ninja Dagger, 7 foot all the way up to 12 foot. Maybe you need the bummy stick. They're back in stock. That's right, they are. You can get them there. Maybe you need a reel or some bait. Got you covered. If you're into shooting, he's also got Ninja Tactical, optics, and other sub-components for your other firearms, Glock, a couple others. Won't get too far into that, but you can go find it. That's right. Go on over to NinjaTackleVA.com and get your order in today. So the last question, what's next for you? Uh, I think I kind of hit it already, man. You um, did. You nailed a bit. I didn't know if I was missing some, though. No, no. Yeah, man. Ultimate goal. 
for uh, at least the next few years is uh, just to reclaim some time and peace, if that makes sense. Uh, I just want to enjoy my time with my family and make new friends uh, while I'm down here. And YouTube, it is a part of my life, but it's not my life. Like, it's actually a very small portion of my life. You know, I do that with a full-time career in the military as a lieutenant. You know, like, it's, that's a lot on its own. On its own. But yeah, dude, just, just having a good time and kicking it with people down here. And just, you guys are so fortunate to live in such a beautiful place. The only place more beautiful uh, in the United States, at least, that I've been to than specifically, like, Navarre. It would be Hawaii. Like, yeah. uh, Navarre is so beautiful, dude. On, on that sunset, when the sun sets and it hits and makes that green flash, dude, and the water's just, you know, electric blue clear. It's a magical place, bro. I, I love it here. Let, let me tell you a funny memory fishing. And I didn't know what I was doing. It was at uh, Fort Pickens. You know, I've been known to drink a beer, too, uh, for anybody that knows me uh, personally. Uh, I had a cooler full of beer, and we went out to Fort Pickens, and it was me and my wife. I think my daughter was with my mother-in-law or something. But it was one of those days where the Pompano were on fire, bro. And uh, me and my wife caught a limit of Pompano, and I caught a pretty nice buzz. And uh, we're walking back, and this dude, you know, I'm smiling ear to ear, and he's like, did you catch any fish? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I opened up the cooler, and he sees all these empty beer cans and a limit of Pompano, and he was like, damn, you had a great day. And I was <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, that. I want to recreate that moment, you know, uh, just having fun down here. Uh, and then if the YouTube thing works out, you know, like, that that would be cool. Like I said earlier, um, we're about to end the show. So thank you to everybody who's – listen to me talk it's uh, like remarkable that i have people that even want to listen to what i gotta say as funny to me but extremely valuable in the same light like thank you for uh, doing that but uh, again shameless plug for me if you would like to support my dream and what i do you would like to learn about fishing because i, I share every stitch of knowledge i don't keep any secrets i'll tell you the spots i try to answer every comment that i can uh, I'll, I'll tell you everything i know man but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, if, if that is you, then please uh, subscribe to my channel. We'll have a good time. And also hit me up, dude. I take people fishing all the time. If you look at my uh, YouTube channel, I have several videos. Uh, kayaking, uh, subscriber meetups. That's how I met Chip. Is um, I was like, hey, if anybody wants to go fishing, and Chip was like, I'll go fishing with you. And I had no idea that it was going to turn into that you know relationship that I have uh, with him. So just, just hit me up, man. I'm just a regular dude just like anybody else, man. I'll... I'll I'll come out and fish with you. Excellent stuff. And if you guys want, go on back to the website, uh, findingdemosurfishing.com. And on this episode, you'll be able to get to all the links to get in touch with Jesse for all his Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the links back forth. And hopefully you know, get some meetups and good uh, fun stuff there with your uh, people out here, man. I think that's going to be some cool videos and some great times. Yeah, uh, I am going to be one of the sponsors for the Pomp Showdown. So I'll be there. Um, I got stickers and stuff I'll give away. Uh, I don't sell any products. Uh, the, the product is the YouTube channel. Uh, but I'll be down there with Fish Bites hanging out. And I haven't decided whether or not I'm actually going to participate in the tournament. Documenting things like that is very fun to me. Like making videos, like sharing that experience with the participants is very fun for me. I've done that a lot. Filming other people catch fish and then sharing that with them that way their families can experience it and new people to the area uh, i love that i love doing that so that's probably what i'll end up doing 
Yeah, good stuff. And I look forward to seeing you, man. I know we'll both be there, yeah. so it's going to be a good time. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on, brother. I appreciate you so much. Lots of great knowledge. Great everything between both episodes of last week, this week. Seriously, a lot of fun and great stuff. Thank you so much for all of it. No, man, thank you, dude. Like uh, like I said before we started recording this thing, man, the, the pleasure is mine. And uh, you have started a cool thing, dude. For anybody, if you're stumbling upon this and this is your first time hearing one of his podcasts, uh, I made that drive from Pensacola to Jack's moving about four or five times. And I listened to uh, the Finding Demo podcast for the entirety of those five and a half hour drives, multiple legs. And I don't think I watched half of them. And I thoroughly enjoyed every uh, episode. So follow Brian's stuff too. It's good stuff. I'm not, I'm not, he's not paying me to say that. I, I mean it. Like I contacted him to be a part of this. Uh, it's cool stuff, man. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more, more opportunities, more time. And we'll definitely link up brother. I will talk to you soon. Thanks again so much. Hey man. Thanks dude. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks. I hope you enjoyed these back-to-backs, man. These these were fun. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it, and I hope you got a lot of knowledge out of it from last week's episode with all the pieces on how I'm fishing, and then this week really getting into the weeds on YouTube and social media and the growth here. All that stuff, again, we said it throughout the whole episode. It's not for us. It's for you. We're trying to help the community. We're trying to grow. We're trying to do great things all together, and we can only do that if we try and share. So, Always try to do that. You've been listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. Thank you so much for all your time. I appreciate you. And I know Jesse appreciates you too, checking out all this stuff. And we will see you next week. And uh, yeah, I am out of here.